way too many videos I see or start with. I mean, that's like the classic YouTube video. Hey guys, um, so let's uh, today. Uh, I'm so here's what I, here's what's on my mind. You've lost God only knows how many percentage of people come out of the gate swinging with a quick and strong point. You're listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience, a podcast dedicated to helping executives train their sales and marketing teams to optimize growth. Whether you're looking for techniques and strategies or tools and resources, you've come to the right place. Let's accelerate your growth in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. I'm your host, Chad Sanderson. Today, we're talking about an extremely timely topic. That's the use of video in your marketing and sales efforts. How do you create explainer videos? Why should you be using videos in marketing and more? To help us, we have with us Charles Alexander, an expert on all things video. Charles, thank you for taking time and welcome to the show. Chad, thank you for having me, my friend. So before we jump into the topic of the day, we like to start with a kind of an oddball question. And that is something you were passionate about that people that only know you through work might be surprised to learn about you. You know, oddly enough, uh, and they're getting to learn more and more about it because I've become more and more passionate about it. And it might sound uh, might sound a little opposite of what I do, but I am uh, really getting into digitally disconnecting. Uh, And (laughs) Gosh, right now is much or more than ever. I think that's got a lot to do with uh, folks' uh, mental well-being and ability to focus. And that's also a little bit why I really like uh, explainer videos because it kind of cuts through all of the clutter and the stuff that we put into our brains all day. But if listeners, you get nothing else from me today, go get you a Cal Newport book. This guy has written a lot on the topic and He's not a Luddite that tells you to throw away all your electronics, but to use them as a tool and not to let them use you. And most folks think that's the way they're doing it, but it's just not the case. No, no. And especially with everybody working from home, everybody's Dude, attached yeah. all the time. I mean, I, all the time. I last year was lucky enough to do a two week, I called it a digital detox, but two weeks where I went to a fitness retreat, oh, turned off all the devices and no yeah. email, no screens, no nothing. And uh, it changed it. That changed the game for me last year. I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to be as easy to get just two weeks with no electronics in the house all the time with the kid no. and the girlfriend and stuff. But hey, it is 100% important to take care of the mental health and get off of the get off of the electronics, as they say. It's like a mental slot machine you can't get away from, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Without the potential for the payout. <laughs> no payout. Yeah. All right. So videos, how did you get into creating videos? I mean, I know there's a lot of them out there. A lot of people, you know, think all of a sudden they became, you know, the next Scorsese because they've got an iPhone, but how did you get into the video field? So uh, just a quick bit of background. I'm also a small business counselor for a small business development center. And I've been doing that for a little over 13 years now. I love it. Uh, Right now it's a little chaotic, but I still love it. (laughs) But about five or six years ago, I thought, man, I really need to kind of practice what I preach, take some of my own medicine. So I started doing some freelance writing and content creation. And what I initially started doing was email newsletters for CPAs and for uh, banks. And one of the very first CPAs I made this pitch to, I, I did all my correct anchor pricing where I had three three different priced out uh, models for them. And the high priced one, I said, well, I'll throw in a, uh, a video of some of this written content I've created. Well, lo and behold, that's what he selected. So I had to quickly <laughs> learn how to create video. And dude, at that point, I've only, I'd only really created like those bad, 
one of those movie maker videos you do oh, yeah. turn one and it's like 10 minutes long and it's terribly unbearable. So I, I take this written content, written content was good, or at least I think it was. Uh, and then I turn it into these long five minute videos that are full of B roll and uh, uh, just some images. Well, even though the videos weren't that great, they were still beating the written content I'd created. So I thought, well, gosh, if I can, you know, make bad video that beats good written content, what would happen? God forbid, if I made good video, <laughs> so fast forward to where we are several years later and I've gotten, uh, I think pretty good at it and I've got a, a, a tight niche and I know everybody else listening probably says niche folks. I'm in middle Tennessee. We say niche, uh, but I, I work a lot with financial advisors, insurance agents. And then outside of that, anybody who finds themselves kind of in an advisory role, so to speak. And that covers a lot of different business professionals, but people that need to build a no like, and trust factor. And then that's where I've turn this into a 90 second uh, story-based explainer video that lets you stand out in a crowd and start closing some of these leads that kind of slip away from you. And so why do you think the videos, and, and I know one of your specialties is animated videos. Well, That's why correct. are they such a critical component for marketing and sales? What is it that they're able to do that say written content or other types of content seem to fall short on? Well, just, we're at a point and it depends on what you read, but we're getting to be, and I bet it's higher now, uh, where 80 plus percent of online content is video. And that is true among almost every single age demographic, whatever you look at. It's not just for millennials, man. Both of my seven, my 70 year old dad and 70 year old father-in-law will watch a video and I've seen them do it before they will read written content. So that's the big key, uh, out of the gate. And then secondarily, I've, been attracted just to animation just because it's fun, energetic. It allows you to tell a story way easier than a talking head video. Uh, and for a lot of you that have been consuming tons and tons of content on Instagram, Facebook, or for me, I'm a big LinkedIn guy. There's a lot of talking head videos out there that all look the same. And a lot of them are really bad. Uh, <laughs> and everybody I, thinks they everybody uh, thinks they can do video now. It, uh, I mean, and bless them, I, I applaud them for trying. Uh, but with that being said, I have met a lot of people who are fantastic, uh, let's say doing a podcast or a one-on-one sales meeting or teaching a workshop, but something about the little red light on that camera will take them from Zig Ziglar to Elmer Fudd in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. So, so can you give us an example of a client video, like provide some context. So give us an example of one that worked really well once you started to really focus on it. What's the, how did it get created? What's that process look like? What's that kind of walk us through that? All right. Well, let me give you the process first and I'll try to throw out an example or two. So my process is very simple. Most of my clients are very busy. They do what they do really well, but maybe not story writing or uh, content creation. So I have them fill out a very simple six question form. And that six question form is uh, really all of the work they have to do. From there, I write their script for them. And I try to keep it at about 250 words that gives you about a 90 second script. And there's a ton of data that shows how long a video should or should not be. My own personal experience is 90 seconds. Anything shorter than that kind of makes it difficult for your uh, message to get across. But anything much longer than that, man, it almost has to be Oscar nominated worthy in order to hold somebody's <laughs> attention. And that doesn't mean it can't, but you know, we there literally, if you see a video that you are, thinking about watching if there's a two on the front you really like weigh your options you'll you'll debate for two minutes on if you should watch a two-minute video <laughs> so 
The idea is that uh, I'll, I'll write that script form, but then I send it back to my client. They can review it, tweak it, edit, send it off to a compliance department if need be. And then once they're done with it, I'll lock that script in for them. Uh, and then I send it off to a, a professional voiceover artist. I won't do the voiceover because if you get outside of Tennessee, this, uh, this accent uh, is cute for about the first 10 seconds and then starts to wear on you. Uh, so once I get it back from the voiceover artist, I'll create that video from beginning to end. I'll put my client in the video and then I send it to them for unlimited revisions of the video, not the voiceover, but the video until they're happy with it. Now, once they're happy with it, I'll lock it in. No more changes, send them the actual video file. And then I'll even give them a 12 point checklist on how to use it. Uh, so when you're asking, you know, who are some folks that uh, have used it? I've got a, a client in the Northeast that is, does high risk life insurance. And there are so many different topics I never even began to think of, you know, outside of just uh, regular health concerns. But uh, people that are scuba divers, scuba divers or mountain climbers or travel frequently abroad, but they, they have been putting it in a monthly newsletter and have just been knocking it out of the ballpark. I'm going to do, I'm doing a series of 13 for them, but just it's really stood out and, and get, gets a lot of attention. Um, I didn't even think of a, a real estate agent a while back. I created one for, I created a series for her too. I think we had five uh, and they were on not just buying and selling, but pricing, negotiating. And she had this one uh, client that she was really trying to woo with a nice house. They were going to buy and sell. So she gets to double dip there. Uh, and, Toward the uh, end of her sales process to get them to close as a client, she actually heard the wife telling the husband, hey, let's not be like that couple in that video we just watched. And she quoted something from the video about <laughs> being grumpy and saying, we're not going to stage and blah, blah, blah. And she, she said that, that, that hooked them. I, you know, all the other stuff I did, that video is what, what they remember the most. Excellent. And so when you think about the difference between a well-scripted 90 second video and the talking heads, right? I turn the phone around. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I have a, maybe I have a boom. So it's not all shaky. How yeah. should people be thinking about that in terms of, you know, it's a different, it's a different approach. It's a different context. So you, you mentioned breaking things up for one of those clients and, you know, 13 explainer videos, how should they wrap their head around it? What kind of perspective should they approach it with? I always say to make it story based when humanly possible. And when doing a talking head video, that becomes a little more difficult because you're telling a story. You almost look like the uh, the preacher on Sunday morning, uh, which is fine. But the reason I say story based story sticks with uh, story stick with us light years better than facts ever have going all the way back. And this isn't my example. I'm stolen it. But going back to the caveman days, man, on the cave wall, they were putting stories on there. They weren't wasn't facts and figures. And there's been a ton of data and research on it. but I always use a story brand's version of storytelling and they got it from, I think it's Joseph Campbell and it, you know, dates all the way back for centuries of how we tell this hero's tale. So the example they use that I'm borrowing to tell you is Star Wars. Think of Star Wars. A lot of my clients uh, think they are in fact Luke Skywalker. When I explain to them, Hey, that story arc still exists, but you're not Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker <laughs> You know, woke up on a uh, sunny day. Well, I guess they had two suns or two moons. I don't know. But they, you know, everything was fine. But, you know, people came in, killed everyone, aunt, uncle. And then he has to go learn the force, beat the dark side and have the happy ending. Well, the client is Luke Skywalker. You, you're the helpful guide. Or in this case, Yoda. You're the short, short green dude with big ears. And you're suddenly popular again because of the Mandalorian, which is great. But you train the uh, the client. You you bring them from beginning to end, but they still get to be the hero of the story, and that's very important. So 
dating back to what you're saying, well, what kind of script, how do you tell it? It just make it story-based, your client, everything's fine. Then it's not fine. You fix it. They go back to their happy life. The end. <laughs> and how about an example of something that doesn't work or a video that you've seen that missed the mark? Oh my word. I, I mean, there's for any of you right now, just pull up social media and take a quick peek. Uh, the, <laughs> the I'm looking into the camera and saying, um, like, and you know, for 10 minutes straight, will that ever come into a point is a, is a quick one that doesn't really work very well. Winging it. A lot of people say, think they can just freelance it and they'll just uh, hit at a point before you know it. Uh, and then not coming out of the gate strong. Way too many videos I see are start with, I mean, it's like the classic YouTube video. Hey guys, um, so let's uh, today. Uh, I'm so here's what I, here's what's on my mind. You've lost God only knows how many percentage of people come out of the gate swinging with a quick and strong point. I don't know if you're ever a Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul fan, but their opening scenes are notorious for drawing you in. Something critical is going to happen, and they circle back and, and catch up with it later. So for my clients. We always start off immediately with them in the video, so to speak. You know, here's Chad. Chad is is a, a successful podcaster, but he's got this problem and he doesn't know how to fix it, and it's causing him to feel this. Then we get into the story, and people are hooked. Nice, nice. And and if I'm interested, if I'm thinking about this as part of my marketing effort or a sales effort, how should I surround it? What other types of things augment or support that in order to maximize the impact? Like if I'm thinking about a marketing campaign or a right. larger effort, what, what does that look like? What role do these types of videos play in that? So what I generally tell people, this does not have to be, and for my clients largely, this isn't this big, crazy digital campaign where it's all pay-per-click and you're creating funnel after funnel and you you've paid some digital wizard to make it go viral, what you're trying to do is tie in your existing marketing efforts in a large part. I'm not trying to tell people that they have to go reinvent the wheel, but a lot of you are successful. You have revenue coming in, but your marketing message can be somewhat disconnected from uh, different marketing strategies. So by and large, your video works really well, if it's done well, by the way, on your uh, homepage, above the fold on the website, where it's the first thing that somebody will see because more than not, through all of the other ways we have uh, to reach people, referrals and word of mouth are still pretty strong. So when somebody hears about you, they've probably heard about you and somebody else, uh, whatever field you're in. So the first thing they do is check out your website. And that's, you know, they'll do that before they call, email or anything else. And if they come to your website and it's got a bunch of boring stock photo or jargon or text all about you, they get bored pretty quickly. But if you have a video that it's about the viewer, well, they'll remember it. And then when you're asking how else does it work? Well, an email follow-up is a fantastic way to do it. We all do email follow-up after our initial connection. Hey, thanks. Great to meet you. But what about a video that's maybe a second in a series of what they have already seen that's a, a quick follow-up and is still uh, about them? That you know may not close them completely out of the gate, but you moved them way, way into the uh, uh, sales call scenario. You might have skipped sales call four and five uh, and gotten right out all the way down to six in the closing spot when you do that sort of thing. Um, and then it works in email marketing and your email signature and any social media platform. And what works really well uh, is to put these videos into the messaging features within social media. So again, I'm a big LinkedIn user. I have found tons of success just using this in the uh, LinkedIn uh, inbox, just to uh, send them a quick message or Hey, here's some examples of other stuff that I've done before uh, that works really well for them to 
let me stand out and uh, get remembered for anything else. And so you're talking about, so with, with like 13 videos or a series of videos, you have to, I'm assuming you architect out that arc, the little mini stories through each of the videos, but you architect that out almost like you would in my head, it sounds like a book, right? Like this is the, this is the way it's going to go or, or a sales campaign. Hey, I need them to have this chunk of information at this point in the funnel and this chunk of information at this point in the funnel and so on and so forth. So does it take longer if we're, if you're doing that type of, of architecting of the potential videos for the campaign and, and what kind of time impact does that have? Well, actually, it depends. So more than not, they're almost like an anthology series. Uh, not to bore you with that, but that's where each one kind of can stand on its own, but is somewhat related to the other videos. So a lot of the clients I work with will do like a three-video package, and they'll have one that is about their firm agency business, uh, and then they might have a couple of niche products or a couple of target markets. You know, they might have, uh, uh, if it's B2B, they might have a couple of different industries they want to work with, or if it's direct-to-consumer you know, well, this one's for men that are 40 to 60, and this one's for females that are 20 to 30. And they can be somewhat related, but more than not, I'm seeing a lot of them that are, are kind of standalone. And then outside of that, people will create the occasional one for uh, asking for referrals, or they'll create the occasional one that is a follow-up to a first one. But more than not, they're not always that connected. Okay, interesting. And how about speed? So like somebody signs contract says, Hey, I want to do this. What kind of turnaround times? Because I mean, I asked because everybody right now is, oh, yeah. is, you know, trying to move as fast as they possibly can. So I'm just kind of curious, what kind of kind of turnaround times it take to do something like this? So for me, I am doing a 17 day turnaround from script approval, 17 days or less. And I stress the less for animated videos. On average, you're going to see a lot of other folks out there that take a four to six week uh, turnaround time. And for me, I've got it streamlined well enough that as long as I can get script approval from you, we can rock and roll and get a video, a completed video in your hand that you're happy with within a couple of weeks. Wow. That's, that's a nice, that's a nice turnaround time. <laughs> I was expecting hustling, four to dude. six weeks. Yeah. I, I was expecting four to six weeks. You must have the kids doing animation too. You know what? I need to. I've got little little bits here and there. They're 11, 8, and 7, but uh, they're not far. Excellent. All right. So let's change direction here a little bit. We ask all of our guests two standard questions towards the end of each interview. And the first is simply, you know, as a, as a business owner, that makes you a prospect for other people who are trying to sell to you. And I'm always curious to understand if somebody doesn't have the referral, doesn't have a trusted way into you, what is it that captures your attention, builds that trust and credibility so that you're willing to give somebody 15 minutes on your calendar? Humor. I have, uh, I, I think that's the quickest way uh, to not, not tell a joke, but uh, say, hey, yes, I know I, I've annoyed you again. Have a little self-deprecating humor and then some consistency. So we all know that uh, anything, doing anything cold is tough. Doesn't mean you can or shouldn't do it. And of course, I, it'll sound very self-serving, but once in a blue moon, somebody will introduce themselves with a video. And of course, I get extra excited when I say it because I think they're suddenly brilliant. Uh, but that's the, way, <laughs> that's the way a lot of my clients uh, uh, have used these videos is to kind of break through that, build that no like, and trust factor awfully quick. Now, the ones I'm receiving, I'm not necessarily getting animated videos because who would try to market an animated video guy with animated videos unless you're an offshore guy that doesn't know what I do in the first place. But a few of them that have done... Uh, just a plain basic uh, talking head, 20, 30 second quick intro. I pay attention to those first. Then the folks that are a little bit funny second. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just just be consistent. I mean, I, I'm really big into the uh, buy or die kind of method. If somebody, 
doesn't want to hear from you, they'll kindly let you know. And if they're a jerk when they let you know, they did you a favor. Now we know we don't work with them. <laughs> All right. Last question. We call it our acceleration insight. If there's one thing you could tell sales, marketing, or professional services people, one piece of advice that if uh, they listen to you believe would help them exceed their targets, what would it be and why? If you don't do anything else, folks, be different. Have a, a niche and, and then kind of hang your head on it. Do not let that niche be, I am the cheapest or we have the highest quality. It's rare that anybody could ever have either one of those two. Uh, but be whatever it might be, the most convenient, the fastest, the uh, the the niche in your industry that, that nobody else is really doing. I even use uh, Little Caesars as an example for that. They do not have the best pizza out there. Everybody will agree <laughs> with that. But, but if you're hungry right now, you can go get one. Five dollars right. hot and ready, dude. Right. Uh, so, you know, you don't need to be the cheap five dollar pizza, but you need to be unique. You need to be different. If you get nothing else out of today, get that because look at your competitors. They're all look, walk, talk and sound the same. Be different. All right, Charles, this is uh, this has been amazing. If a listener wants to learn more about the videos, talk to you about these topics, where do you want us to send them? Easy. Go to your Charles and, and anything, uh, anything else you want to make sure that any other ways you want them to reach out? You, you said LinkedIn, you want them to hit you on yeah. LinkedIn or do you really want to really want them on that website? No, LinkedIn is perfect example as well. Uh, that, that'll give you two nice ways to reach out to me. Um, LinkedIn, you'll find, I'm obviously I'm Charles Alexander. I think my URL is your Charles Alexander, but if you uh, look for me. I'm the handsome bald guy with a beard, a little, little similar to Chad. Maybe I may not be quite as good looking, but that'll be what you, but that'll be what you're looking for. And if uh, last but not least, if you're really desperate for a one-on-one -on -one outreach, send it, uh, send an email to charles at yourcharlesalexander.com. Excellent, Charles. I can't thank you enough for taking the time today. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. It does it for this episode. You know the drill. B2Brevexec.com. Share it with friends, family, coworkers. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. Until next time, we at Value Selling Associates wish you all nothing but the greatest success.